How are you gonna say, oh, we lost, but at least we beat them? Yeah. Like, you didn't. You didn't get far. One more game. Get to the final at least, maybe. And it's always it's funny because it's always quarters. Yeah. It's always quarters. <laughs> they win, right? Uh, it doesn't even matter who the team is, especially if it's like a fucking classic, you yeah. know, or a derby. Yeah. And they win, and it's like, oh shit, yeah. we won. People are getting drunk, they're having parties <laughs> and shit. <laughs> get to the semis, and they're and fucking, they're fucking ass. Ass. <laughs> they Take them out. <laughs> and I feel like Cruz Azul fans are like that too. Oh, dude, I want them to lose so bad. Regardless of, of Leon yeah. beating my team, there's two reasons for me to root for them. A, they're from Guadalajara. Yeah. Right? And B, I fucking hate Cruz Azul, bro. I don't like <laughs> I don't them. like them either. <laughs> I really, like, on my case, I'm an America fan. So, either way, they're both rivals. Pumas is a fucking classical capitalino. Cruz Azul classical joven. Yeah. But I would prefer for Pumas to get the remontada. Just because Cruz Azul is a type of team and their fans are like, at least we made it to the final. Because I know they're not going to win against Leon. Leon's going to take them out. Yeah. But they're going to be like, at least we made it to the final. But they haven't won a cup since 1980-something. It's really been that long for them. It's been years. 80s, bro? Decades, bro. 80s. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think back to what sponsors they had. They haven't won shit. Maybe maybe Tecate was probably on this jersey. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe not even there. They probably have, Sab- probably have Sabritas. <laughs> Just Sabritas. <laughs> what was that? Um, that fucking cleat that Coquemo used. Didn't he used to take it Concord. off? Concord. Didn't he used to take it off and like do something with it? Yeah, he would take off his skin just like... Oh, that's right. He, he, would, he would do that little Aztec yeah. pose. Yeah. Dude, people... Honestly, that's what I loved about those times. You know, yeah. his era. Because... When you would watch the, the, the Clásico, when you would watch mm-hmm. Chivas America, and that motherfucker would whip that one out, <laughs> my, I would see my uncles that were, like, diehard Chivas fans. They would just be fuming, bro. <laughs> they would just be enraged, like, oh, fucking, oh, you know? Like, I didn't want to say the words. Yeah. Dude, they had, <laughs> really fucking yeah. vocal about how they felt about that celebration. I banned. There was another one where he scored, and he had one of America players bend over, and he got his cleats and went, when he's going on Chivas. <laughs> Damn. You know, it's funny, though, because now you get penalized for celebrations. Like yeah. That. Like the peeing on the goal mm-hmm. one. Like, you get in trouble for shit. For the one that I'll never understand, which, I mean, it's old news, but mm-hmm. still, is, like, the, the yellow for taking off your shirt, man. Like, wow. who cares, bro? And that's been around for a while, and it's, like... It's been years now. And I remember, even when it first came out, I was younger. Yeah. I was still a kid, and even then, I was like, that's pretty stupid, man. Yeah. Like, what? what's the point of a yellow for that? That's what a lot of players just, like, go like this. Yeah. Like, just... I don't know. I, I think it's dumb, too. Ronaldo, just showing people he's not human. Yeah. He fucking lips at you. He has, like, a 13-pack. <laughs> not even an even number. <laughs> like, that's not even a 6-13-pack. Six, six, that's that just... That fucker's not human, man. That's just... He's not human. I don't think so. Dude. I do... I want to say... Rest in peace to Maradona. Yeah. That was crazy, man. That was crazy. I mean, there's a lot of people talking... Shit about him. Shit about him. And say what you will. You know, everyone has their issues. Everyone fights their demons. But the dude was a legend, man. There's no doubt about that. And he's a pioneer, and you always have to respect a pioneer. Exactly. Because the sport wouldn't be where it's at without that guy. 
Messi exactly. wouldn't be who he is without that guy. Yeah. Who who if Maradona wasn't around, who would have inspired Messi? No one. <laughs> exactly. No one. And he says it himself. Yeah. Messi himself says it, dude. That, yeah. That's his idol. That's who he looked up to. And I see I don't know, like if you ask anybody that's not really soccer, uh, they don't watch soccer or anything like that. You ask them, oh, well, who are the best players? They go for Pele or Maradona. Yeah, always. Always. I mean, our era, you mm-hmm. know you know who we're going to hit. Yeah. You know, even before, like, Ronaldo and Messi, yeah. we're always going to say Ronaldinho. Yeah. Because that was our guy. Yeah. Dino was, I think <laughs> he, he was, was crazy, everyone's bro. guy. He was just, it was his ball control, dude. Yeah. And it wasn't like a... I don't even know how to explain it. Like, Maradona had ball control. Pelé had ball control, right? Yeah. But this dude, like, had a magnet on his fucking foot. Seriously. And the ball was made of metal. Because he was just crazy, man. He was like a cheat code. And the way they hit these balls, bro. I still don't... I want to know if that video where he hits the post a bunch of times. You know, when he's like... He, he puts on the shoes yeah. for the first time. He's just kind of trying them out. And yeah. he smacks the fucking crossbar a couple of times. It's real. I, is it real? It's real, yeah. Oh it's my real. God. And there wasn't it's much real. CGI at the time. Mm-hmm. You would be able to tell if that was Yeah, fake. no, it was real. Like, it was Fuck real. Me. That's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's, in, it's <laughs> Like, he just, like, stopped it. Boom! And he's like... Like, the era, and he, it's fucking awesome, because the era he came up in was the era of sombreritos. Yeah. And he would do two or three on yeah. one guy. Like, <laughs> on one just guy. Back and just forth. back and forth. Back and forth. Oh, I'm man. just kind of saddened that he ended his injury, his career so early. He did end early, but when he played on Querétaro, you could see he was tired. Yeah. You yeah. could see he was tired. He was on his way out. You know, he still had the same touch and everything, yeah. but I think the hunger wasn't there for him. Yeah. That's important for a lot of players. And then maybe the game wasn't as, maybe the game is not as fast now as it was back then. Yeah. The sport changes. Yeah. And the speed changes. Yeah. It's, um, I know this is a soccer podcast, but it's like if, if anyone watches the UFC or fighting, fighting advances every yeah. so often. And when Ronda Rousey was coming up, she was hot shit. She was yeah. the newest, greatest thing. She runs into Holly Holm, yeah. and it's fucking over from there. Yeah. She's gone ever yeah. since. Same thing happens in soccer. Yeah. There's players that are up and coming, and they're just making everyone look like shit. Yeah. But then the sport passes them. You know, yeah. the sport advances, there's new techniques, there's new yeah. tactics, there's new, there's a new level of, like, people hit new peaks of, yeah. like, fitness, where it's like, dude, like, I don't care how good you are, I'm going to work so hard that I'm going to be even faster than you. Yeah. And I might sense. not be as good, and I might not have as much control, right. but I'm going to tire your ass out. Yeah. You know, and a lot of defenders think that way. Yeah. What are you gonna do at that point? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, that's just how I feel. Maybe that's why we're seeing a lot of um, like Ronaldo and Messi sticking around for longer um, than thirty. Yeah. Um, Lucas so Latte they up be thirty nine. Dude, gonna be forty. He's, he's setting the bar really high. For really, strikers. really, really high. <laughs> really high and scoring still, which now, is disgusting. Now, if you see Ronaldo, how old is Ronaldo? Thirty four. 35. He's 35? 35. You yeah. see him retire at 36, 37, and everyone's going to look at him like, you a bitch. Like, yeah. Slapton like, went up here. 40, bro. <laughs> but, th- but then again, he could just whip out his little 
He's like, <laughs> well, look at everything I have and look how many goals I scored. Or he could show off that jersey he just got from Julia. Yeah. The 750. The 750. Shit, he did say he's going for that 800. No way. He's going for 800. I, he could get that. Yeah. He could get definitely. that easy. That's not even a, a high bar to set for himself. Well, they were saying that he's like, he was only, and this was before the say, his seventh 50 goal, but he was 17 goals away from being the top goal, official goal scorer. Well, it's, it's so controversial when it comes to the high scoring thing because mm-hmm. when they go back to like Belet. Yeah. They say that they counted a lot of goals that aren't Official. legit. Like, mm-hmm. they counted friendlies and they yeah. counted other things. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to Ronaldo, it's all competitive. Yeah. It's international. It's mm-hmm. competitive shit. It's league. It's Champions League. It's, you know? Yeah. So it's really hard to compare. Yeah. They were saying, though, that official goals, Ronaldo only needed a few just to be the top goal scorer. Goal, top official goal scorer in history. Damn. So... He, he's not that far away. He can do that this he's season. At, he needs 17 to tie Pelé, and that's assuming Pelé's... That's assuming he didn't pass him now already. Yeah. Think about it, because his are already all legit goals, and yeah. Pelé's could have been, like I said, friendly. Yeah. Random closed-door games. and Yeah. You know? I didn't even know... I recently saw that Pelé even played for the Astros. What? Yeah, he played for the Astros. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> he played for the Astros here in the U.S. What the hell? <laughs> Man. That you know that gives me hope. <laughs> that means a big player could come to the Could come to MLS. Randomly. I mean Beckham did it. He did. Everyone lost their shit when he came. That was that was a huge acquisition. And he gave Galaxy a pretty good amount of cups. Dude. Man, I don't know how the league would react if Messi or Ronaldo came. If a Messi or a Ronaldo just like showed up. I always thought about it, and I'm like, these dudes could buy the league yeah. if they put their money together. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> one team acquiring one of these players? I mean, You're going to have to let go of the rest of your roster, man. <laughs> depending on how, because I feel like the, the player value has inflated so much that yeah. you're paying what back then used to be top dollar. Now is you're paying it for like a mediocre player. Yeah. I think that's kind of it inflated, yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Just because you're overplaying these players that are not doing it for the game, they're doing it for the money now. Yeah, their heads are getting bigger. Yeah, their heads are getting bigger. And put it this way, no M to today, no MLS team at all. I don't care how rich you think they are, or how much money they've acquired, or yeah. how smart they've been with it. You know, with acquiring people. Yeah. No one's gonna get Neymar. No. That dude is the definition of like soccer or football clout. Like, yes. that dude is money. Yes. He's a business. Super. That man's a business. Nobody's going to buy him. Which I, I also. Nobody could afford him. Heck no. Yeah, Heck not no. a single MLS no. team could afford that guy mm-hmm. right now. He's probably worth like five MLS teams. Yeah. <laughs> if not more. You know who I think could be acquired right now? Just because of how bad he's looked lately? Griezmann. Oh, definitely. I think he could get acquired real quick. If he doesn't wake up, dude, and leave Barca, because I really think it's a chemistry thing. Oh, most I've definitely. seen so many teams come to the bigger teams within the league they've been playing in yeah. and not do well. And yeah. the smart ones, leave. Exactly. If you're smart, you leave. Especially with a name like that that's been surrounding a lot of uh, big clubs. And for you to go to Barca and... 
you're going to Barca thinking you're going to be a great player. I think everyone thought he was going to be a great player. Yeah. But he just he just doesn't fit. He doesn't fit the Barca team. They're, they're not a good fit for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't fit Barca. Barca doesn't fit him. Like, mm-hmm. That's just the way it is sometimes. And I don't think he... He's realized that um, maybe he has. He's just probably hard headed and just wants to stick it out and prove everyone wrong. But hey, more power, more power to him if he if he comes back, and and starts doing well and yeah. and kind of fills in the gap that yeah. is Suarez. Yeah, because Suarez left a big gap, huge, huge. And so yeah, I was I was up north. Yeah, um, this week uh-huh. from Tuesday to like Thursday, and I ran into some guy you know on. He, he was, like, into soccer or whatever. He was wearing a jersey. Um, and, you know, we just started talking about it. And he, he caught my interest because he was watching a, a Liga Mackey's game. Mm-hmm. It was actually the, the first Chivas game. The, um, I think it was the home for us, okay. for Chivas. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, man. Like, you you know, you like the league, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he spoke good English and everything. I was like, That's, why is Steve so into this? Like, yeah. I don't really see many people that aren't Mexican that watch the league. Yeah. And it turned out the dude was like from Israel. Yeah, so I'm what? even I'm even, even more confused. Weird. Yeah, I'm yeah. even more confused. And he was like, Oh no, I love this league. Like this league is so interesting and yeah. it's always like crazy new teams and yeah. always an underdog. And he yeah. he was explaining to me how Chivas was an underdog. Yeah. And I was like, Well, yeah, you're pretty right. Like yeah. you got my attention now, man. <laughs> you're talking soccer. <laughs> and um <clears throat> it turns out the dude spoke perfect Spanish, which also fucking tripped me out. Yeah. So I was like, Okay, this this dude's crazy. And, um, you know, we're talking about that game, and then we kind of move over to talking about the Spanish League and talking about Barca, and then I bring up Griezmann, and he was like, oh, Griezmann's great, man. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, you lost me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I was had like, me. <laughs> was great. He was great. And, like, he looked kind of confused. I'm like, I don't think, like, you've kept up with the league much, but Griezmann's not, he has not well. been a very good fit for the team. And he was like, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't, I haven't watched many games yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you should you should watch, you know. And he, the reason he said that is because he saw the replay of his heel. Mm. Uh, like, goal that he scored was yeah. his heel. So, he, you know, people associate that with, like, greatness and confidence yeah. and a good player. But it's yeah. like, bro, have you seen how many he missed all yeah. season in front of the goal? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. It's not that great right now. <laughs> chemistry has a lot to do with it yeah, and the man. team. Um, pressure. Pressure, yeah. Not good relationships within the team. Exactly. If he's not getting along with the coaching staff, yeah. and the coaching staff is grilling him, yeah. you think he's going to perform well? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Uh, but yeah, that's why I really think... I think for me, one of the biggest thing is chemistry, and if you don't have it, and if it's not within the team, they're not. it's not going to be a good team. Uh, I don't see any chemistry in Barcelona at all. Uh, but that's just the whole team. But... Yeah. Um, it's just, I think he needs to go. I think so, too. And if he's going to stick around, something needs to change. He needs to do something. I don't know if he needs to try a new position. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm I at a loss for him. Yeah. Like, I see him, I see him only benefiting by leaving to a team that he's going to work well with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I don't think, I don't even look at it as, like, a shadow thing. I don't think he feels like he's in anyone's shadow. He, he's, he's not in a position to be in a shadow, mm-hmm. right? So, to a lot of people, he's Griezmann. 
Yeah. He's not just another player. He's, yeah, he's Griezmann. Griezmann, dude. So everybody expected to see the Griezmann from Atletico. Yeah, that's not the same player, though. Like, mm-hmm. Atletico Griezmann was ridiculous, man. Yeah. Was basically what um, Felix is now. Yeah. That dude. And I, I can see that dude coming to Barca and not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> it's the crazy thing. Because yeah. I see a lot of similarities of how they used to come up. Yeah. So, I more power to him if he wants to stay. Yeah. I'm just going to keep my opinion about yeah. how he's been playing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Same, same. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, you know, with Griezmann and Barca and all that, Barca and Juve, I think we're finally going to see the clash oh, of man. Ronaldo versus Messi, unless Messi magically gets COVID this time around. <laughs> Knock on wood. I, I really want to see a Messi versus Ronaldo again. Because <laughs> I think... It's been a while. It's been a very long time, and I think everybody wants to see that. I think it's been over two and a half years. I think Maybe so. closer to three since they've met. Yeah, I think so, too. The last game was... Before Ronaldo left when they won the Champions League. That's right. Liverpool. That's right. It was Real Madrid-Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was Ronaldo's mm-hmm. That was like, that, I think that was like three years ago. I think so, too. Jesus. That passed by quick. Really fast. Really fast. Holy shit. Yeah, I... Honestly, it sucks because I'm, I'm a fan of both teams. Yeah. I like Juve in the Italian League. Yeah. I like Barca in the Serie, you know, in the yeah. La Liga. And I see Juve winning. Hands down. I see Juve winning. And I see Juve winning by quite a bit. Yeah. Honestly. Especially if, to me. I'm I'm a big Ronaldo fan, but I, I'm not biased. But I can, and it, even if I am, I can point out facts mm-hmm. as to why I think that he's going to make a difference. In the first game, Barca had a lot of mistakes in the back. Mistakes that a player like Ronaldo would not let just slip by he will take advantage of those mistakes and he will score on you yeah and i mean looking at it from a team perspective for both teams when i look at juve the times i've seen juve struggle Mm. are the times that they shut down the forwards right so you have to have a good defense Mm -hmm. and also keeping them busy on the back end yeah because you can't keep juve in the mid yeah if you hold them in the mid something stupid is going to happen to you and then the forwards are going to wake up right is gonna do his team, yeah. Ronaldo's gonna do the team, and it's it's just a shit show from there for the other team. Yeah. Barca has neither good strikers right now. They do on paper. On paper. Right? <laughs> yes. I, I it's not that I don't respect the players. Yeah. On paper they have good strikers, yeah. but they haven't performed that well. Mm-hmm. And defensively, not looking good. Shit show. Not looking good at all. Shit Those, show. and and what are they, what is Barca gonna do this upcoming match? They're gonna try and hold them in the fucking middle. Yeah. They're going to try and keep possession in the middle, try to find key openings. Mm-hmm. Juve's going to recover and just smack them every time. But even then, they don't have mids that can hold a team like Ju- a whole team like Juve back. Only thing that can save Barca, in my opinion, is the Messi effect. Yeah. Messi wakes up, and he fucking turns it on, and he does what Messi does, mm-hmm. right? And he turns Barca into just a fucking attacking machine, yeah. you know? So it could be a high-scoring game. Yeah. But we're relying on one player, man. Yeah. You know, Juve's not relying on Ronaldo. Yes, yeah. there is a Ronaldo effect. Big effect. A huge effect. Yeah. But you have other players. Yeah. And you have a solid defense. Mm-hmm. And you've got young players that are hungry and they want to prove a point. And Especially, it's Champions League, man. It's fucking Champions. 
especially with Morata. He he shut my mouth. He is. Uh, I didn't think he was gonna yes. come back as well as he did. Yes. And the reason why Madrid acquired him again the second time was because he was doing so well in Juve the first time around when he was at Juve for the first time. Maybe he just wasn't a good fit for Real exactly. Madrid. And guess what? And now he he's was back. Smart. He was smart and he mm-hmm. fucking left. He went back to Juve and now he's scoring again and he that's another player to be scared of. That's his league. Against, against Barca. I think I think the Serie A, that's his that's league. That's his man. Yeah. I think so too. He fell off when he left. Disgustingly. Yeah. Disgustingly. And here he is, man. He shut my mouth too. Yeah. You we had that talk yeah. where we were like, Oh my god, what the fuck are they thinking, man? Yeah. Right? And honestly I still wanna know what they were thinking. How did they know? He was gonna be a good fit. Those are yeah. those are the acquisitions yeah. that baffle me because I'm like, like, how how do they know? Like, yeah. how did you know he was gonna do good? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. He's doing very well, and he's he's gonna I score like against Barca. I like him. I already I have a strong feeling he's gonna score against Barca. I think I think he's scoring. I put it this way: I think it's gonna be three zero. Yeah. I think he's scoring, and I think Ronaldo's getting a brace. That's how I see it going. Yeah. Down. And that's that's me taking it easy on Barca. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I really don't see Barca scoring. I understand. They're going to be too busy defensively. Oh, yeah. And They're gonna be way too busy. And that's going to be the issue. Yep. They're going to be on struggling their heels. in the back. Yep. And I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Um, you guys, everybody, everybody listening can fact check me on this, but um, I think... BK is not ready to play yet because he was injured. Yeah, is he still going to be injured for that one? I think he might be. I'm not entirely sure. What's the date for the game? This Tuesday. This Tuesday? So I think we'll get the report tomorrow morning. Yeah. Because I'm not entirely sure if he was injured for yesterday's game. Um, If he played then. uh, Versus Cadiz? Versus Cadiz. You know what? I don't think any Barca players played that game. (laughs) (laughs) They don't want to go back. Cali scored, right? Then Cali scored on themselves to make it interesting. Yeah, Cali <laughs> scored again. It was a it was a two one victory for Cadiz and um, Barca didn't score at all. No, they, they scored on themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's very. It was a very Sunday league game. Uh, you know, I've actually played a game, like me physically played a game with that same result. Really. But, I mean, we were on the winning end, where we scored, and we scored on ourselves, and we scored again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I think those are the worst. On goals? Um, Have you scored one? Yes. You scored an on goal before? Oh, well, you you were in the back, though. It's yeah. common for defenders. In a fucking semifinal. But mine was a disgusting, stupid mistake. Like, super childish. I look back, and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? You, like, smacked it in? Yeah, so I had time. Oh no! I had time, but I panicked. Yeah, I panicked. I happens. panicked. The ball was coming in the air, and um, the goalie was like, "Oh, you know, Yuli has it. He's gonna clear it." That was my idea to clear the ball. Right? I was right in front of the goal because my goalie had came. He had came out. Oh, so the goalie was in front of you? Yeah. So he was in front of me. So I went. So as soon as he stepped out, I stepped in to cover. Right? They shoot it over him. And it wasn't hard. It wasn't fast. Like they lobbed it, basically. It yeah. was basic, but it was a very high lob. It was like a like a 
a high panenka type kid. Yes, very high. I'm not gonna. That's not gonna justify it, <laughs> but it was a very high lob. And if you see a high lob coming into the goal, your first reaction would be clear with your head, right? Yeah. I decided clear with my foot, with my fucking right foot, which I suck at. Yeah. You're one of the few lefties I know. It ricocheted off my foot and went in. <laughs> did it hit your shin? It did. It's it always hit, the shin. It hit man. my shin and it it's went in, the- and I was like, "This is a semifinal, bro." <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Did you guys lose? No, we didn't lose. We oh, won. nice. We came back. I actually assisted two more goals after that. Yeah, you better fucking have. So I, yeah. <laughs> you know the coach was looking I at had you. to. I had to. And it was either that or don't start the next game. But honestly, that was, that was to me, that was one of my most embarrassing goals that I still remember. Like, like it was just yesterday. I mean, that that happens when, you're, when you play in the back end. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It's upsetting. Speaking of upsets... Minnesota, mm. just out of nowhere, just creeping in, just, hey, we're fucking here, we're here, Jeez, man, what's up, MLS, I feel like they just, like, <laughs> that's a team that LAFC was rocking, like, 4-1 a couple seasons ago, I bet you no one would think they would be up there, no one even think Nashville was gonna be, be even, like, as far as they got, and then they got pretty far, seriously, but, but Minnesota, that tells you the league is shifting, Players are moving around. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, for some weird reason, even though they didn't do that great this season either, mm-hmm. that Inter is going to be very far in the playoffs next season. Mm. I have a feeling. Because these teams are starting to acquire their little yeah. you know, chemistry. Right. They're starting to get to know each other. Yeah. Minnesota was one of them, bro. That's true. That's, that's true. Um, and they're not a new team. Yeah. Right? They just kind of are starting to get their chemistry. Yeah. And Nashville is another one. Right. Nashville. They, they took Ari Zimmerman, which I'm still mad about. They did. <laughs> we really relied on that guy, bro. After we lost Simon, right? To a, he went back to France. Yeah. You know, I thought he was gonna go to like a home league in Belgium or something, mm-hmm. but he went back to France. I was super sad about it, and then we we're like, oh shit, we got Zimmerman. Like this yeah. dude's good too. And they fucking take him too. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. And then also another one. It's New England Revolution. You, you know what though. They have experience in the playoffs. They do. They have. They I do. think they have a cup or two. Uh, yeah, I think they have a few. But these are the. And they took Nguyen from LAFC. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. Oh shit. I don't know if he's still there. Yeah. But he definitely after LAFC, that's where he landed. He went to. Or actually, we grabbed him from New England. Maybe. Yeah. Did he go back to New England? I'm not entirely sure. I think he went to Inter, and then he. I I gotta check, hmm. but. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty random one, and they're playing Columbus, and Columbus, I believe, still has Zardes. Yeah, they do. So that's that's yeah. gonna be a pretty good game. Yeah. Zardes is he's a good player. Yeah, I was just still surprised about how easily Minnesota won that game. I mean, three zero. Sporting's not in an easy playoff. Team. Sporting's not an easy. They're team. not, especially in playoffs. They're they're usually a pretty strong team in the playoffs, and then Philadelphia being the. Um, first place in both regions, and they got taken out in the first, in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, first round of the playoffs. Um, but who do you think, who do you think is gonna win? Seeing the teams that are in now, like the whole thing. The whole thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll tell you. I'll. I think 
I think New England's gonna win mm-hmm. because of the experience. Yes. That's what I think is gonna happen. I think it's gonna be New England, Seattle. Yeah. Seattle also has the experience, and it's mm-hmm. been a while for Minnesota to be this close. Mm-hmm. But I want it to be New England, Minnesota. Yeah. I I I I would like to see Seattle sit this one out. Yeah. You know, Seattle's just that team that's consistently yeah. and almost annoyingly always in the fucking final, man. <laughs> them in Portland, I'm just so sick of seeing them this far. That's true. You know they're... what I mean? Like, it, it, they're just those teams where you're like, dude, like... Stop. Fucking let someone else <laughs> play, man. That's probably all... You know what? That's probably how people in Europe feel about Barca and Real Madrid. <laughs> they're probably like, oh my God, like, let someone else win, but... Oh, I'm pretty sure... Uh... <laughs> I I want I think it'll be New England realistically. I. You think Seattle, don't you? No, I strongly agree. With New, New England? England, yeah, just because. Um. It doesn't matter if you're in first place, second place, third place. The finals or playoffs is a whole different yeah. story. Yeah. New England came in in eighth place in their league, in their region, and now they're in the semis. Yeah, but you just have to turn it on for playoffs. Exactly. That's it. You turn off for playoffs, and next thing you know, you're at the fucking cup. New England actually took out Philadelphia the first place. Yeah. And they're just going up and up, and now they're in the semis, and they're going to play... They play today, right? Yeah. Uh, today's December 6th, I believe. They're going to be playing uh, Columbus. That's right, yeah. So, so that's, I'm going to watch that game. I'm going to make sure to... Watch that game, and that's gonna be an interesting. And game. really check it out and yeah. see what the strong suits are, because that'll really determine what our final is gonna look like. Yeah, I think in the final, I'm gonna see New England, Minnesota. New England, Minnesota. Yeah. So you you also think mm-hmm. Seattle might get taken out? I get taken just out because of how easily mm-hmm. they beat Sporting. Sporting, because Sporting is not an easy team, and yeah. Seattle struggled against Dallas. That's true. And Dallas actually wasn't that strong Mm-mm. to begin with. It was a surprise that they got up up to the semis even. Yeah. Because um, they barely, uh, they barely, they beat Portland in PKs. Yeah. So it looks like Dallas is like barely like pushing up there. So uh, I think you get to a certain point where you can no longer push and you're just done. And I think the game against. Yeah, you um, burn out. The team but Seattle out. showed that, and they didn't make it any past Seattle. But I think Seattle might lose against Minnesota. Man, I I hope so, just to see something different. It's not yeah. even hate towards Seattle. Like I yeah. I I don't mind them being yeah. in the final, but I want to see something new. Yeah, it's twenty twenty, dude. Crazy shit's happening. That's I'll see true. Some crazy shit. That's true. I'm, the only thing I'm scared about with <clears throat> Seattle Minnesota is. Raul Ruiz, he seems to wake up in the playoffs. Man. So. And, like, very sneakily mm-hmm. wakes up. Very. Like, very. Very, because I think... Uh, they still have Morris, right? Jordan Morris? Yeah, they have Morris. Morris and Raul are the ones that scored Both, against they're, LAFC. They're, they're that little duo, bro. Mm-hmm. It's that little duo that just sneaks up on you. That whole team sneaks up on you. Yeah. You, you're, not paying, you're not paying attention. They, they usually hover around fifth and mm-hmm. sixth and then they go up to third and then they're in fifth again and they're in the fucking final again and you're like what the other teams that people don't really talk about during the league season but you're still surprised yeah that they're in 
in playoffs. Even though you know that they were, they maintain to be up there between the first five or seven, but nobody really talks about them until in the playoffs. Like, damn, these guys are in here again. Yeah. But that's them. Yeah. That's just the team there. Portland's the same way, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. You so know. we were talking about in the other podcast. It's, yeah. Uh, Something's in the water up there that <laughs> I don't know what they're drinking, but I think or, Minnesota's going to stop them. Or smoking. <laughs> or smoking. <laughs> or smoking. But I think Minnesota's going to put a stop to that with Seattle, and Minnesota's going to be in the final, and I think New England is going to take out Columbus experience-wise because, I mean, if you look at their matches, they took out Philadelphia 2-0. Not as easy, but a 2-0 lead. A, a brace and... and- not only that, a clean sheet? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. They took out Orlando with the 3-1. 3-1, yeah, I saw that one. So, I don't know, man. New England's looking pretty pretty good in the playoffs, at They're least. solid, man. Um, but, yeah, it just goes to show that a play, uh, any team that's in the eighth place can take out the first place. That, and that's what I love about this league, and that's also what I love about Liga MX. Exactly. That Mexican league, mm-hmm. dude. Anyone, bro. Yeah. Anyone. Look at Leon. Look at him. Ah, man. Stare at them. The other, the other side of the spectrum, it's other teams that yeah. we're used to seeing, but that one, bro. Ever since they came back up into the first league, they've been a scary team to go up against. Yeah. Um, from their Ma- Mauro Bocelli era yeah. to now with uh, Campbell, um, Campbell. Campbell, yeah. And um, who's their other forward? Um, this is one. He's the shorter guy. Yeah, I I think I know who you're talking about. Is he's per, I think he's from Peru. Let me see. You know that's also one thing that, for people that don't follow the league, yeah. They don't see what what Chivas could struggle with. Yeah. Because they're so limited. Yeah. You know, like they only get Mexican, Mexican players. players. It's it's pretty much an, an international like. Squad, yeah. yeah, within a regular league, yeah, and that's crazy. Like yeah. you really limit yourself as a team by doing that. A lot. I'm waiting for the day they get called racist. Maybe because <laughs> it's in Mexico, and Mexico's really not like all about that. Like in Mexico, it's kind of casual, and not to say that the people are racist, but people just kind of don't think that way out they there. They don't. I think they just like no one's that sensitive out there. They like, you know, how back in the day, people used to be like, oh. Are you talking shit or are you just talking smack talk? Yeah. I think that's just move Mexico. Is it just talks smack, but it's just like for fucks and giggles. You, know what, you grow up that way. Yeah. You grow up that way and you get used to it. Um, Luis Montes. Luis Montes. There we go. Yeah, that's Luis Montes. That um, dude in the mid. That's Chapito <clears throat> Montes, man. That fucker's fast, dude. He burned so many defenders last night. It was embarrassing to watch. It was embarrassing to watch, dude. He's so fucking fast the way to distribute the ball too man and i like players like him because he's so regular looking yeah. like <laughs> you know who he reminds me it's of? like one of my uncles man <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me a lot of iniesta the way he oh plays. yeah the way he plays reminds me a lot of, of iniesta yeah because he turn, turns on the speed when mm-hmm. he needs it right he'll burn you first yeah. of all um looks can be deceiving yeah. first of all iniesta never looked fast Mm-mm. but let him turn on the Jets, and he'll fucking lose you, right? He takes off. Dude, I, I saw a training video where he was um, the other player from uh, from Barca. I don't even think he's there anymore. He's fast, too. Um, you always talk about him. 
be shorter. Is it Xavi Hernandez? No, 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 no. The one that he used to be on no. Or is it the... He's on there right now? I don't know if he's still, he's still there, actually. Um, Do you know what position? Jordi? Oh, Jordi Alba. There was a video of them doing a full-on sprint, dude. And Iniesta fucked up Jordi. Really? Yes. Oh, shit. Iniesta was fast, bro. Damn. And it's that same playing style with, with Montes, where they turn it on, mm-hmm. or they'll slow down the pace, Yeah. and they'll... they'll Keep the ball. They know how to keep yeah. possession. They know how to get players off of them. Mm-hmm. He's one of the players that was picking apart the defense. Yeah. He, when I was telling you earlier that it got to the point where any little fake, any little like twitch, you know, yeah. toward the ball, kind of kept Chiva defenders on their heels and yeah. <laughs> imbalanced. He was the reason. Yeah. It was him, dude. I think a strong <laughs> mid can can take down any 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 defense, any defense. Yeah. and. We're talking about Montes. This guy last—I don't know if it was last year or two years ago—he shattered his uh, his shin. Yeah. Disgustingly. Yeah. I think he was off like a year. Yeah. If not, just a little bit less. I remember that. And now he comes back again, and I think he was champion with Leon one more time, and now they're going for another one. But Leon has always been a scared team since they came up. I mean, when they came up, they were champions. They kind of remind me of Monterrey. Yeah. I don't know if you get that vibe from him. I seem a little bit stronger than Monterrey. Right now, yes. Currently, Just, yeah. yes, big time. But Leon is that. I mean, they're in Spanish. Leon is lion, and when a lion attacks, they're very sneaky about it, right? Yeah, that's Leon for you. They don't. Yeah, they nobody can, really talks about them. They can serve their energy till the end of the league. But man, they're they're they've been a strong team since they came up. Um, I yeah. would I would like Leon to win. Yeah, the, the league. I see them winning. I see them too. I see them winning. I don't see Cruz Azul getting far with them just because I feel like Leon's going to outplay Cruz Azul. Yeah. And it's funny that it's to the point where we know it's going to be Leon Cruz Azul. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have a 4-0 lead. And it, like like you said earlier, now that Cruz Azul is going to be home and they mm-hmm. score one, now Pumas would have to score six, like you said. And that's a crazy lead. The other way around. Pumas is home. Oh, Pumas is home. Pumas is. Home. Oh, then they would. They would just have to score. One goal. Oh well, they won four zero. They won four zero at their home, so they're going to visit Pumas, Pumas at their home. Pumas have to at least tie them. Pumas has to score right now. Right now, it's four goals. Four, to stay in it. To stay in. To go extra time, maybe get to PKs. Maybe no, PKs. no extra time. In this one, it's a. Uh, so the way the Liga Mekis works is if you tie them. They don't go. They go based off of points now. Oh. So if you were in a better position, was you're gonna Pumas, advance. Is Pumas higher up on the table? Yeah. Second leg team always goes to the team there with the higher point. That's right. Okay. Um. Also, so, then they just have to tie. Mhm. But if Cruz Azul gets one goal in, one goal in, that requires Pumas to score six goals. That's right. Because of the wiggle. Yeah. The wiggle basically counts as two goals now in yeah. the playoffs. So Pumas has to score six goals if Cruzul gets just one goal in, just one. And I mean, if you scored four on them, what makes you think they won't score one? That's true, man. That's true. But I mean, ah, man, no, that's it's it's not even worth questioning. Yeah, Cruzul's advancing, bro. <laughs> I mean, not to throw any shade, but I don't, I don't think Cruz Azul, the league, the Liga Mekis and Cruz Azul. They're not Barcelona. 
Yeah, <laughs> they're not gonna choke. Like Barcelona has choked so many times in the Champions League with yeah. leads like this. But I think Cruz Azul. It's in the bag, dude. They have. They just need one goal. It's in now. The, it's in the bag. And this is this is another. This is where I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna steer towards the, the coaches. A lot of coaches they see a lead like this in Mexico. And they put in subs. They try them out. Why? You're playing in the semis. Yeah. It's an important match, but yet they see a 4-0 lead, and they're like, oh, I'm just... I'm going to leave them for the final because I yeah, have they, the final they in the do, They do usually do that. And they play I've defensively, Piojo, I've seen Piojo do that. Piojo does it a lot. Yeah, I've seen Piojo And it's so that. annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> and he's done it with, like, 2-0 leads. Exactly. 2-0 <laughs> leads. So sketchy. And what do they say about 2-0? That's, that's the most deceiving score. Bro. It's the most deceiving. If if you're gonna be in a two leg, yeah, you know matchup, mm-hmm. right? And your first leg was two zero, yeah. You play the second game as if it were the fucking final. Exactly. As a coach, you should. Exactly. But they call it semifinal for a reason. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I mean, it, and ultimately, then, you know, yeah, it's their fucking call. Yeah. We're just looking and watching. Yeah. But don't get mad when we talk that shit. Exactly. <laughs> but I see Leon winning the champion. Um, the final match, they're going to be champions. Uh, they they struggled against Puebla in the Puebla was a the deceivingly strong team mm-hmm. this season. They came up in because of the way the whole the whole new setup with the playoffs for the Liga MX Guardianes. Um, so they had up until 12th position to yeah. be in. Um, to even yeah, they chance, they right? left more room for them. So Puebla came in as twelfth. Yeah. They beat Monterrey. Yeah. They beat Monterrey Not to go into the into the quarters, and they beat Leon in the first leg game. But Leon beat them at home in yeah. their second leg. I think I think had it not gone down that way, where Puebla had to go up against Leon, mm-hmm. they probably would have got a little further. I agree. They they looked so strong mm-hmm. in those in those two legs. Very, very. Um and then but then you see like teams like Chivas who had a fight to get into quarters. America had a spot in the in the um quarters already. And then the and upset. Chivas took him out. And the upset. Now I think I didn't see America uh, like from the from the beginning, America did not have a squad to even become champions. No. They didn't. No they way. were a hospital the whole the entire season. Yeah. They still are. Benedetti got injured against Chivas again. That's like his fifth time this season. Yep. Uh, Defending-wise, they played with a bunch of subs in the back. One was titular, and even then he got taken out in the first half yeah. of the second leg game because of injury as well. Um, Chivas outplayed America the first game. Yeah. And the second game. The second game, they stopped them with their pressure. America didn't know what to do with the pressure. Something yeah. that Leon knew what to do. Oh, Leon knew how to control that easily. And America didn't. Yeah. And, I mean, those goals by Chicote were disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. You, you know what, though? I've noticed that when you get into when you get into the playoffs mm-hmm. in any league, there's always this one player. That, that shines. And, no, they just, they're on fire. Yeah. You know? And... Chivas was smart enough to realize that, mm-hmm. and they just got the ball to him. Yeah. They just put those opportunities in front of him because they were like, this dude's hot right yeah. now. Yeah. Fucking get him the ball. Like, yeah. he's confident. 
He's shooting. He's on point right yeah. now. Why wouldn't you get that player the ball? Exactly. Right? I've seen so many teams waste that mm-hmm. and not get the ball to the player that scored a fucking putazo, like, yeah. you know, from, from range. Yeah. And they don't get anywhere. Yeah. You know, and he gave us those goals. Mm-hmm. They were enjoyable. There was a campanita in there, which yeah. was fucking nasty. It was beautiful. That was dirty, it man. It was beautiful. And, and to watch Ochoa just flying, dude, left and right. It, it was pretty crazy to see. Yeah. Because I, I honestly... It was. I was nervous about both of those games. I even told yeah. you, like, I don't I don't know about the second leg. Like, yeah. I'm not too confident about it. You did tell me. And it's it's just because of where both teams were, like, in their position as a team. Uh, America in wasn't the league. Coming in, yeah, yeah. In the league. America wasn't coming in that, that hot. Chivas had a fight to be in quarters. Yep. But Chivas... I feel like Chivas had more passion they wanted it more yeah they I wanted it that. a lot more you can see that in the second game chivas chivas won the first game right yeah in the second game it looked like chivas had lost the first game because of how strong and how much pressure they were putting on america i think maybe that tired them out for these games for the lone games i honestly think that it did because they, they tired they kinda, them out they kind of went all out like, yeah for the america games. yeah but i did see that in the first game chivas tried to play the same style against leon and how you were saying to, you know, give this player the ball, I feel like Leon saw that that's what they were going to do. So they put a stop to him. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but they tried to take the same shots against Leon, but they, they stopped him. They didn't dude, let him shoot. At, at one point, it was starting to get old. Because mm-hmm. at one point, there was a play where, you know, Chicotes, he, he scored, or sorry, he shot from outside mm-hmm. the box and it ricocheted back to him. Yeah. He took the shot again, it ricocheted to another player, and then that player shot again. Mm. And now... I was kind of looking at that going, that's that's really a chance wasted mm-hmm. because I can understand the second ricochet to the same player. Yeah. But that third, you know, that third shot, mm-hmm. it shouldn't have been a shot because I looked at the replays and I looked at the far left, you know, mm-hmm. on, on the goalie's right. There was two players wide open over there. Yeah. So you have players knowing that you're probably going to shoot. Yeah. You could have taken advantage of that and just slotted it to the left and that guy would have had a clear shot. Yeah. But instead, you know, because of the time crunch, because it was second half, because they were down and they needed two more goals or whatever, mm-hmm. they took the shots. For being a little bit selfish. Yeah, yeah. For being a little bit selfish, they, they, they couldn't figure out, like, you yeah. know what? Maybe we should switch it up. Yeah. Maybe we should stop trying this and try something yeah. new or... Yeah, I just I just kept seeing the same tactic the whole game. Yeah. And it got old. I don't know if you watched the first leg. Um, there was I watched the whole first first leg of the Leon Chivas. Um, there's a lot of controversial with the whole uh, the ref. There was I watched the game and I was pretty like. You go to the, how much did Chivas pay this this ref? <laughs> there was a a yeah. clear handball, bro, inside for Leon, that touched um. I forgot what his name is. He has a he has a beard. He plays for Chivas. Ah, uh, the defender. Yeah, I'll get you his name. I I do know which one you're talking about though, on the in the first leg. I forgot his name. Anyways, but him, it, it hit him on the hand clearly, clearly. Yeah, and and this is what. I don't understand with VAR too. Uh, Briseño. There you go. There you go. 
Yeah, I don't. I did see that one. I don't <laughs> understand with VAR how it works in the Liga Mekis. Any other league, they would call the PK. Yeah. In this one, even the ref, the ref was like, hit him in the hand. Why don't you call the PK? It's inside the box. It was a hand. Oh, because he didn't. He had his hand like this. He didn't have it like this. He didn't have it close to his body. If you have it close to his body, then it's not. But he had it like he had it open out, yeah. out, and it hit him in the hand clearly. Even the ref said it hit him in the hand, and he well, still said play on. That's where that's where it sucks because it's like it's to the discretion of the ref. Yeah, and when you a lot of the times the refs go based off of the intent. Yeah. If it looks intentional, or if it looks extremely like yeah, like I think because it hit the back of his forearm yeah, you know, it is what made the ref feel like maybe they should play on it. Not to justify it, okay? yeah. A handball's a handball, dude. Mm-hmm. Whether it's accidental or not, in yeah. my opinion, and it just it comes down to the ref's decision, yeah. dude. And people, you're always gonna question yeah. it. Yeah, I questioned it. I've then again that specific ref, I. I've watched a lot of games that he's ref, and I honestly I don't like the way he refs. I really do not like the way he refs, but that's just me. And there was other calls like fouls too that he wasn't calling. He didn't really call for Leon that many fouls. Yeah. He didn't really give out any yellows for Chivas as much as he did for Leon, which I thought was kind of dumb because there was some fouls that Chivas would make. Obvious. That were obvious, and they were intentional. Cards. Yeah. They were card fouls, and he wouldn't give it to them. So that's when I was like, "What? Like, what the hell's going on?" The the second leg, I also didn't really like the the, like the style of refereeing because mm-hmm. a lot of cards went out. Yeah, and some of those cards were like they shouldn't have gone either way. Yeah, I saw it, and I you know you see the replays, and yeah. you're just like, bro, like, that was that was a flop. Yeah, and, and sometimes and you're giving a card. Sometimes I feel like refs go back and they watch their first game. And like, you know what? I did mess up on these. And I feel like they try to justify by giving out a bunch of reds and, and a bunch of, I mean, cards in the second game. Yeah. It's like, that's not how it's, you know, that's not how it goes. You, you just go game by game. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like they do that even between halves, too. I don't know if you've noticed that sometimes, like, on the first half, the they're, like, super with the other team. And then they go to halftime. I'm pretty sure they watch their highlights or how they're doing. They're like, oh shit! Like I messed up. Let yeah. me give them one because I messed up in the first half. I've seen that in the Mexican league, and it's yeah. It's like why? Like they want to make up for it. Yeah, they want to make up for it. You can't do that. You're supposed to be a mediator. You're supposed to just be fair. Exactly. Right, and be logical mm-hmm. about why you're doing what you're doing yeah. and why you're calling what you're calling. Yeah. I've seen. I don't know. I've seen a lot of bad calls, even with VAR. Yeah. I just think the whole transition from not having bar to having bar in the Liga Mekis was a big, a big uh, surprise for the Liga Mekis. They didn't really know how to handle it. Like the first few seasons that they used bar, was very weird. Are they using it this season? They are, but they're they, not they using it used as it, much as last season. They could have used it like twice mm-hmm. in, in this last uh, Leon Chivas game. Yeah, they could have used it like twice. And it goes to what you were saying earlier. It's up to the it's discretion of them because I know they're hearing it. I know they're hearing it in the earpiece. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know the way because I mean they have improved in how they use it. But at the beginning when they first showed VAR into the Liga Mekis, they were using it constantly. Yeah, constantly for anything, any little thing. A little flop. Yes, anything. Yeah. They would. He would like. Okay, let me go see. <laughs> like no, dude. This is just supposed to help you. It's yeah. not supposed to do the whole game. 
Yeah. You know, you're not going to be just running up and down for no reason. Like, you got to call, make calls yourself as well. That is true. They were. And it was only supposed to be for controversial exactly. situations. Goals, where, offsides, exactly. PKs. Big, you know, big decisions yeah. like those that would change, like, the game. Or, like, the ball being close to the line and mm-hmm. coming back out of the goal. Like, exactly. Just those little things. But the but Mexico is using it for fouls. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with the whole yellow to red card thing. That one is uh, I I or, like or it or like a red reversal. Mm-hmm. I like that too. like that too. But sometimes you're like, bro, like he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, like some of the intent the red has cards. a lot to do with mm-hmm. it. Intent has a lot to mm-hmm. do with it. I feel some referees are are on just the other side of the spectrum mm-hmm. than others. But if you look at it in a in a slow version to when it actually happened, when you look at it in the slow version, it just looks like intentionally. Always. It looks worse. It's always gonna look that way. Yeah. So that's why he's always gonna go for the red card if you check on yeah. it. But if you actually look and like you know what, like he actually tried to take his foot up, but he still got him. Yeah. It's a yellow, or maybe just a foul. But yeah. if you slow it down, it's like oh, he cleaned him nasty. I've noticed that um, the Barclays lead, or the Barclays league, they do a lot of reversals. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like yeah. that because you, as a ref, you're saying, "Okay, I gave you a red, mm-hmm. but I saw what actually happened, yeah. and I fucked up, and I take it back." Yeah. Right. And what's funny is that when it comes down to those situations, you would think the other team would get mad, like, "No, fuck that! It's a red." Or yeah. you know, nobody complained. Yeah. Everyone's just like, "Okay, cool. It was yeah. a foul. All right, move on." Right. Yeah. Because even the other team's like, "Nah, I don't know." Yeah, red. <laughs> I feel like just because it changes the whole tempo of the game too. Yeah, dude. So I'd rather, honest, even if it's like a super, like a final, and if it's the team that I don't, that I dislike, I wouldn't want them to get a red card because that just changes the whole tempo of the game and it just doesn't make it interesting. To anymore. me, a red, especially a direct one, right, mm-hmm. would have to be like that time that they took a chunk out of Giovanni's leg, bro. Oh, that was that. Is a red card. That was like three reds. That's yeah. <laughs> you should have had a red for the next three matches after that, right? And, and that I think that was a classic for that match. It was, and that's a red to me, man. But yeah, sometimes these just be giving out reds because the other player is selling it. Yeah. The player that got hit, yeah. they sell it, bro. And oh my god, it's just, it just makes the sport sometimes hard to watch, man. Yeah, I saw like this. The, when they when they get hit, it bothers me when they get hit in their ankle. And they grab their knee <laughs> or they get hit like in their thigh and they're grabbing like their side or some shit. And I'm yeah. like, bro, I saw the replay. I saw where you got hit. Honestly, I think we're probably thinking about the same player. <laughs> same player. Pretty I really sure. know. He's this short Brazilian skinny dude. <laughs> I think people know his name. But I mean, <laughs> oh my God. He wasn't, he, he, he kind of pioneered it, but I think it got really bad after, um, after Roman. Yeah. It got really bad after that. Yeah, all you saw was diving everywhere, any little thing. But Neymar has, he takes the cup for being the best fucking diver in the whole game of soccer. He just takes it. And I saw this Twitter account says, would you consider uh, Neymar one of the best players in the world? No. I would say yes, if he stopped diving, if he actually played soccer. Right now, no. Yeah. He dives way too much, bro. And I get he it. He introduced diving into the world of soccer, and a bunch of people do that now. I get it because, yes, it can get you good positioning 
or yeah. it could get you in a situation that's advantageous or yeah. it could get you in a position to have a free kick close or at range yeah which makes it dangerous for the other team mm-hmm. but it gets fucking old it gets old and people start to question your integrity as a player mm-hmm. and you start to question whether this player can actually do something or not exactly you know exactly. it doesn't take much skill to mm-hmm. to flop and and make it look like you yeah. fouled it really doesn't take much I mean, ever since he became that type of player, how much respect do you think he's lost? Uh, quite a bit. He's not the same player that came up from Santos to Barca and that took Barca to winning uh, La Liga, to winning Champions League. Yeah. Now he... He's not the same guy. He's a... You consider... If you talk Neymar, first thing you think, flopper. Yeah. Because he flops all the time. All the time. That's a, that's a really bad rap to... It's not a good reputation. It's not. Even Miguel Ayun, he expressed himself very strongly towards Neymar because of the match they had against in the World Cup. Yeah. Where he barely even tapped him, and Neymar rolled around like he got stepped on. I used to I used to call him the tumbleweed. Like, bro. Because Neymar, Neymar wasn't the type to, like, like fall yeah. and just kind of grab where he supposedly mm-hmm. got hit. He's the type to, like, roll. Roll and then grab his face mm-hmm. and like you know yeah. I'm crying type thing and he it jumps. really hurts yeah he jumps. he leaps very high like he needs to change that he does I I I mean he I know the talents there yeah it's there. the talents there the speeds there but dude you you gotta start playing the sport yeah. it gets old very old very very old yeah man um the you know, back to the Barclays, the, the Raul Jimenez injury. Man. That was pretty wild, man. I'm pretty sure that David Luis just walked away with, like, a tiny little bump on his head or something. Um, I think he got... Did they he cut him open, too. He got he got, got cut open, too, but they let him back on the field. Which so, they're, they shouldn't have because of how hard Technically, he should have gotten checked for a concussion. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yeah. That's what they were talking about the whole week. They were yeah. talking about why they let him go back in. Maybe he was fine. Because it's protocol in soccer to check for concussion. Yeah. But I don't think he... People are saying that because of how Raul came out of the impact, it was a very strong impact to where even David Luis shouldn't have been able to play again. Not because of how he felt, but just because it was a very, very strong head head on clash. It could have also been that David Luis might have been not on purpose... Mm-hmm. But he might have been the aggressor. Yeah. Because you know how they say when you're going to hit her a ball, yeah. don't let the ball hit you. You hit the ball. Yeah. And it hurts less when yeah. you learn that, you know? Because mm-hmm. when you're you're actually pushing your head yeah. into the ball, it feels more of like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just it just feels better. It yeah. doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It just feels like a, like a ball is fucking... Yeah, hitting. when you hit, it doesn't hurt as much yeah. as when you get hit. And... But with the new rule that the Barclays and FIFA has now is that even like any any head clash like you gotta get checked or super checked out. yeah taken out like not let don't let you play anymore just because it can just cause bigger issues yeah now Real Jimenez he cracked his skull yeah. in that clash that was a bad clash he had they took him straight to the hospital yeah and he was unconscious yeah he was unconscious yeah. until after the hospital they, like after he arrived at the yeah, hospital yeah they said he was out for like a good fifteen minutes yeah. And then, so he got surgery. They don't know when he's going to come back. What do they do? They just stitches and... I honestly com- don't know. They put compression wrap and I all think that. just com- like compression wrap and stuff yeah. like that. It's not the first... Because I've seen David mm-hmm. Luiz go back onto the field with his mm-hmm. head wrapped before, same. too. Yeah, same. <laughs> so this dude is like, he does that. Yeah. He hits his head, but... 
like I said, I think he might have gone in for the header, mm-hmm. and he hit. Yeah. I think he hit Raul, not on purpose, yeah. but instead of hitting the ball, he probably hit Raul. Yeah. And that's probably why it didn't hurt him. Because yeah. Because he actually went in for the for the header. No, yeah, that's how it was. And I, I Raul watched got it. hit. Like, yeah. you just got hit, bro. Bro, it's and hurt. without having the, the fans, you can hear. The... Yeah. yeah, you can hear it. It didn't sound hollow. It, it sounded more of like, like two coconuts, dude. Like, yeah, it when you just like crazy. Crack, like yeah, really like, hard. Yeah. yeah, that's how it sounded. I heard it too. Um, I did hear. Dude, I it was, gave me the chills, man. Yeah, man, it it was really bad. Like, um, Raul Jimenez was bleeding. Yeah, quite a bit also, and uh, I did. I was uh, to to be knocked out. That's crazy, man. I haven't seen I haven't seen something like that happen in a long time. Yeah. And then while I was driving, I don't know where the hell I was driving, but point is I was listening to the radio and they were saying that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going somewhere. <laughs> I was going somewhere. But my point is that, uh, so I was listening to the radio and they were talking about the role he made his injury. And they were saying that, uh, I want to say maybe like six years ago, somebody got out for the same reason that made them retire from soccer because of that injury. Maybe they got, like, a brain injury or something. No, it was the same thing. It was a cracked skull. Yeah. And they couldn't go back to play. Now, there's, they're saying that if Raul is able to come back to play, that he's going to have to play the first two seasons with, the with like, a... The Peter Check the special? The Peter Check special, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. I kind of uh, like those helmets, man. They look pretty cool. I just, honestly, I just hope he comes, he's able to come back to play. At um, all, yeah. Yeah, because right now they're, they don't know yet. He was hot shit, man. I mean, it is. I, I don't. I don't know if it's gonna change him as a player, but yeah. Damn. I don't know. It might That's be a little scary to to go up to headers again because I know it took Peter Catch quite quite a while. Yeah. Even as a goalie. Well, though. he he wore it pretty much after that. It kind of became like his trademark. Oh, he had to wear it. Yeah. He had to wear it. There was he couldn't play a game without it, or else it yeah. would it would be really bad for him. And I think Raúl is gonna be that player again. It's it's hard though. It's hard for Raul, though, because, you know, Ketch was... Uh, I call him Czech. I don't yeah. know. I, I got used to hearing Czech all the time. Yeah. I heard it's uh, Ketch, too. It, it is, it is Ketch, it, yeah. and it's spelled Ketch. It's mm-hmm. C-E-C-H, I think. Yeah. But uh, people called him Czech, and I was like, okay, Czech. Yeah, I, I pronounced it because of um, Ketch Republic. Well, it's, no, it's Czech, because yeah, it's, it's Czech, Czech Republic, right? Czech Republic. So then it's Peter Czech, because it's, it's spelled the same way as the... Czech Republic. I've heard both. Yeah. I've heard the actual Barclays say Czech. Yeah. And then you you'll watch you know come on like on Spanish channels yeah. or you know whatever they yeah. say catch and catch. I just heard both so I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. But it was easier for for Czech because he was a goalie. Yeah. How often does he have to header? Or even like, I mean I think the, his biggest issue was just clashing against the pole. Yeah. Which yeah. was. Um, or hitting the floor. Yeah, hitting the floor. Diving. And mm-hmm. shit. But dude, he was an amazing goalie even with yeah. that injury. And I think it's harder for Raul because, yeah, dude, you, you you score goals. You gotta get your head in there, and that he scores most of his goal with his head. Yeah, I think I think hopefully he'll recover without needing it. Yeah, you know, I really hope so too. Just because um, his career wasn't done. Like he still had a, no, a long done, way, man. and with the World Cup coming up too, he was looking forward to being the. Uh, in the starting lineup, yeah. the whole World Cup. So he's got time though. Yeah, he's got, he's got time, time to recover. He's got to what? Uh, twenty twenty two. Yes. 
So not next year, the year after. Is yeah. And then at the he end has of all the next year, year to recover. He has all of next year and basically all of oh, the following year too. Didn't they push it to December? They pushed it to the ending of the year for the World Cup. Oh Jesus! That's so like November, cool, December. Man. They did that because of where it's at, right? Cause yeah, Qatar's Qatar very hot, so they're waiting for like winter. Can you can you imagine them playing in like June, July in Qatar? Disgusting. Disgusting. Better it better be like an indoor. <laughs> Fans everywhere, like not people, like actual like fans. Big old ACs air, just yeah. going ham, but yeah, it's no wonder they pushed it. Yeah, yeah, man, it's but yeah, it's, it's been a lot of soccer. I know, I know, we missed a week, but not of soccer of, of the podcast, but it, it's I don't know, I I didn't see a lot of these things happening. Yeah, with, like in the playoffs for a lot of these leagues. Mm-hmm. And some leagues are still working on it. Like, Serie yeah. A is still working on it. Barclays is still working on mm-hmm. it, you know. Um, the Spanish league still working on it. You yeah. know, Real Madrid, you know, clinching that Sevilla win was really important for them. Yeah, even um, though they didn't score, but... Yeah, yeah and, and <laughs> you know, now the Champions League, yeah. seeing that Real Madrid's not doing so well, and seeing that... I've, yeah. heard, I've heard so many, like, friends talk about Barca and how they're doing well in the Champions League. Dude, look at the group, man. Yeah. Look at who's in there. Mm-hmm. Like, if they didn't make it out of there, that that'd really be like yeah. horrible news for Barca. Yeah. But Barca getting out of that group, they're done after that. Pretty much. In my opinion. I agree. They don't have a team to play with. They're they're not making mm-hmm. it far. And these people are talking about like, oh no, they're they're not doing good in the league because they're focusing on Champions League and blah blah blah. It's like no, dude. No. They're not a strong team right now. I don't think you can ever justify your how bad a position you are in the in your league because you say you're focusing on another. It you doesn't can't work do that. that it doesn't work that way. Teams that are doing well end up doing well on both. On both, exactly. Yeah. And the, yes, they might do a little less in the other league, mm-hmm. but it's a little less. Yeah, but they know. But it also depends on who you're going against. Yeah. So if you're going against a really small team, you're gonna you're not gonna always put in like your stra- your starters for that team because you yep. know it's gonna be an easy win. But um, I still think Barca Juve will advance in their bracket. They will. Now, the Real Madrid bracket, that one's... That's rough, dude. I I want Real Madrid to get out of the group stage, at least. I, I, so do I. Because if not, they're going to go to the Europa League, which is the first time in Real Madrid history. I don't want to see that, man. I'm not talking down on the Europa League, but a team like Real Madrid does not belong there. Yeah. But if you're playing this bad, you should be there. Yeah. Well, put it this way: say say they do move down to the Europa League, maybe it could, in a way, be good for them. Yeah. A, it's gonna humble them. Yeah. It's gonna humble the coach. It's gonna humble the team and and the players, and they're all gonna think like, fuck, like you know, like yeah. Now we look like a lesser team. Yeah. But from that, they're gonna have the ability to win the Europa League. Yeah. And get the confidence back of like the fans, mm-hmm. you know. Players are going to get confidence. The coach is going to feel good about it. And then there's always next year, dude, for the Champions League. Yeah. The thing is that the team that Real Madrid is, it's they won't see the... If, if I don't... I really hope they don't go to the Europa League. But if they make it to Europa League and they win, they don't, they're not taking it as a big cup. No. No, they won't. And it's, it's but, just because of people, what the team The thing are. is that people will. You know yeah. what I mean? People will see, oh, Real Madrid won something again. Yeah. Cool. You know, they're back. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's a it's like a mini statement. Yeah. Of like, all right, we're we're good now. We're back. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they go to Europa. Yeah. And then they lose that one too. 
that, that's a different story. Yeah. That's like, whoa, what the fuck's going on with this team? Yeah. You know? Something's going to have to change. And even that, I don't know, man. Sometimes when I see big teams fall, yeah, I kind of feel good about it. Because then you know, okay, changes are going to happen. Yeah. Things are going to change. Yeah. You know, you saw Barca falling. What happened to the president? Yeah. Right? He's out. Gone, bro. That's a huge yeah. change within an organization. I think both teams, both Barca and Real Madrid, have a lot of investment, investing to do this uh, winter transfer that's coming up. Yeah. Because the way it's looking, Barca is looking into only qualifying for Europa League yeah. in the league. Because if they don't win the Champions League and in the position they are in the La Liga, they're not gonna. They're yeah, not gonna make champions. Back. They won't be back next year. They're not gonna make champions. Yeah. Um, and I strongly think Barca needs to invest in their defense and midfield. Their strikers on paper are good. Are good. They need the chemistry though. They need the chemistry, which they can work on. It'll be hard, but they can work on it. But there's also been talk about Messi leaving because his, his contract is up at the end of this month. I think it's going to happen. And they're linking him to PSG as well now. He's he's not happy there. I don't want him at PSG. Man. I don't want him at PSG either, but PSG also... Um, Neymar, going back to Neymar, the... He got top. linked back to Barca. Uh, he did, but... Neymar in the interview against their, after the game against Manchester United, which they won, um, he said, "If you guys want me to stay at PSG, bring me Messi." No way. And I'll sign another contract. He said that. He said that. Oh wow. He's like, "I want to play with Messi again," so he told PSG, PSG "Sign Messi PSG and I'll stay." PSG is probably reaching out already. And PSG is the money team in yeah. France, so they if, got money, man. If for some reason Real Madrid acquires Mbappé, which it's going to be a historic, world-breaking amount of money that that Real Madrid is going to pay for him. That's probably going to be the biggest amount we've mm-hmm. seen ever, you're right. And with that money, they can acquire Messi. Yeah. And if Messi goes to PSG, that's going to be a big surprise because we all thought he was going to Man City with Pep. Yeah. But I mean, if... He goes to PSG is going to be for the money. Money talks, dude. And, I mean, do you think Mbappé would want to leave, though, if he knows Messi's coming over? Maybe. They I play, think he kind of has to. They play the same to. side. I think he kind of has to leave. Yeah. I feel like he's he's going to realize that Messi is probably going to shut him down. Yeah. So he's going to go to Real Madrid where he knows he'll shine because they need him. Yeah. They need a winger. There's been enough people coming out and saying he, he should go to Real Madrid. Yeah. I think it'll be a good fit. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it'll be a good fit. Yeah. It and just goes down to the I think I think Real Madrid, hopefully, even the players would be happy to acquire him. Yeah. Because Mbappé is a team player. Yeah. So, I think acquiring him, won't he won't really clash heads with anyone. And, mm-hmm. and nobody's going to feel like nobody's in anyone's shadow. Yeah. Because he plays well with other players. Yeah. That's just who he is. And I mean, he's gonna fit in pretty well. I mean, you got a French coach, yeah, French player coming in. So man, I I'm excited for the changes. Yeah, I I'm really excited after once the transfer in January ends. There's gonna be a lot of because uh, as usually when big players make moves, yeah, winter, and sometimes summer, but more so winter. Summer is usually. Transfer. So I've always seen it this way: winter is like you said, the big moves. Mm-hmm. And summer is usually the recovery from the big moves that they make. Mm-hmm. So, because they, they realize that, okay, we got this huge player, but goddamn, our defense is ass. Yeah. You know, and that's where the summer comes in, and they start mm-hmm. acquiring these players that 
are going to turn into key players that play well with the star you just acquired exactly. in the winter. Mm-hmm. And that's probably what's going to happen with yeah. Real Madrid. If they do the Mbappé move, mm-hmm. they still have a lot to work on. Yeah. They And the mid's okay, I think. Yeah. Um, with Mbappé, they'll be good. You know, they're going to be good offensively. Yeah. But they're going to have work to do defensively. Yeah. And that's what... I think that's where summer is going to kick in mm-hmm. and they're going to acquire defenders. Now, do you think... I don't know if you saw this a couple weeks ago. They were linking... Uh, Ronaldo to Juve saying that I mean Ju- sorry Ronaldo to PSG because Juve was saying that they wanted to sell him because I of the amount that. of money that they were giving yeah, him I did hear that they wanted to put him on the market so do you think we could possibly see a Ronaldo Messi on the same team <sighs> that's a stretch dude because I mean you're going to have a winger Ronaldo's going to be up front and you got Messi on the side to feed him now that's where I mean, it'd be, I'd be insane to see that. That'd be crazy. Those That's two like, big teams playing on one team. You know when you play FIFA and you put these teams together? That yeah. It's just really <laughs> stupid because yeah. you put the best of the best yeah. on it. And you know in real life it probably wouldn't work. Yeah. I think it's one of those situations. Yeah. Where you're like, it looks good. Yeah. And it sounds exciting, but it might not work. It might not work. It yeah. might not fucking work, dude. Yeah. The two best players in the world on one team... I don't know. Chemistry-wise, I don't know. I don't think so Way either. too opinionated about mm-hmm. how things should be done. Yeah. And very different playing styles. Yeah. Very, very different playing styles. Ronaldo is go to the front. Messi is more retain, distribute, and then score. Look look for an opportunity, mm-hmm. yeah. R- uh, Messi is more of, of let the team... Let the other team present the opportunity. Yeah. Ronaldo's more of, I'm going to make an opportunity. I'm going to make an opportunity, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, they're both amazing yeah. that they do that, but I think just that difference alone yeah. kind of tells you why it wouldn't work. Yeah. That's too big of a difference. Yeah. Which, it's still be exciting to watch. Because think about it. I'm, I'm thinking about right now. Ronaldo gets really aggressive, mm-hmm. loses the ball, and causes a goal. Right, which could happen if yeah. your defense ain't that great and the mid's not that great. Right, I can already see Messi arguing with Ronaldo about that. Like, hey, fucker, you should have kept the ball close. Yeah. You know, you should have retained possession. Yeah. You shouldn't have put us in this situation. Yeah, bam, yeah, flash heads right there. It's like, like literally, you could see that happening yeah. immediately. So oh, damn, it sounds exciting, but yeah. fuck, it might not be. <laughs> if I'm calling it now, I'm not calling it, but I'm saying this now. If we end up for some reason seeing a Ronaldo Messi on the same team. I'm a I'm a Ronaldo fan, but I will buy both jerseys. Yeah, both I would jerseys too. of the that's, same team. That's historic, dude. That's like Maradona and Pelé on the same team. Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. I will buy those jerseys, and I will wear them happily. Yeah, both of them, even if they're PSG. I don't care. Dude, PSG's money, man. Money team, bro. They, money team. Jordan is the sponsor. Like that's. Mm-hmm. That's money, bro. And I'm pretty sure... I mean, they can acquire these two players with the money they're going to receive from Real Madrid for Mbappé. Easily. 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 So... That Mbappé is probably one of the most valuable players in the mm-hmm. world right now. And he's going to be sold... And it's because it's now. because of the player he is. Yeah. I'm not going to take away from him that. But it's also... It has a lot to do with how young he is. Exactly. Very so young. So it's... And, and his resume. Yeah, I think a lot of teams would be happy to pay the money because of the years he's going to give mm-hmm. them. It's a, he's an investment, bro. Yeah. He's he's a, he's an investment. 
a key and a investor. smart one, yeah. yeah. Very smart. And his resume, I mean, he has a World Cup in, in he has a World Cup with him. He got it at nineteen or twenty? Nineteen. Because the World Cup was two years ago, what? and he's 21 now, so we got it at 18. What were you 19. doing at 19? Getting in my car. <laughs> where was I working? I don't even remember where I was. I was, I was buying my car. I was working retail. <laughs> I was buying my car. Fuckers winning a World Cup you at 19. You won a whole-ass World Cup at 19. <laughs> and not just winning it. He he was very involved. Yeah. He scored. He God damn. I mean, at 17, he signed a very very tasty contract with PSG yeah. from Monaco. So even then, that just that's that's big. That's already yeah. big. And then winning a World Cup in the following two years. Kudos to him, man. Very I'm, I'm excited to see where he lands. I, To me, in my head, he's already at Real Madrid. Yeah. He's already there mentally. He's already... It, he just needs to get there physically. Yeah. He already reached a milestone, too. He scored 100 goals uh, this weekend, yesterday. No way. It's 100 goals with PSG. Wow. And he's one of the top. He's in the top five top goal scorers of PSG history. Get out of here. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's time for him to move on. I think so, too. Um, I bet you if you asked Messi fans Mm -hmm. if he should move, they'd typically say no. Yeah. And I bet you if you asked Ronaldo fans, they'd be like, yeah, it's time to grow. Yeah. And it's always funny to see those two mentalities, <laughs> and you know why, yeah. you know, because Messi doesn't move, yeah. Ronaldo moves around, yeah, and we're just used to seeing the two styles. Exactly. I personally think he should move, yeah, because I, I think, think so he too. will grow. Yeah, I, I truly think he'll grow mm-hmm. because I think right now Real Madrid is a challenge. Yeah, you know they're growing a lot of young players. Ronaldo, when he went to Real Madrid. He kind of had it easy, mm-hmm. but then it got hard. Yeah. And he didn't leave when it got really hard. Mm-hmm. And then I think him leaving made it even harder for Real Madrid, yeah. not for him. Yeah. So I don't see him as a selfish player. I don't see him as a player that's like, well, this team's starting to suck. I'm out. He's more of like, I did what I had to do. I'm out. Yeah. You know, kind of like Slatan. Yeah. Like, he he came he's to the MLS, he went, oh, okay, I'm I'm good. I did what I had to do yeah. here. Let's go back to Milan. He's a super hard, hard-working player. Um, Maradona once said it. He, I, I can quote him. I will quote him. Maradona said, es un hijo de su madre, but when you need him, he shows up. <laughs> when you need him, he shows up. Yeah. He shows up in the important matches when you need him. It's true. And he's done it with Manchester. He's done it with Raul. He's done it with Juve. He's done it with Portugal, dude. With Portugal. Portugal yeah. is just... Portugal, they did, probably didn't expect them to even make it as far as they've made it so far as an international team. But it's all because of Ronaldo that's yeah. taking him up there. Yeah. You think it was easy, bro? Hell no. Definitely not. Especially because he knows that the pressure is on him all the time. And Anytime. You know what? I, I, I've been seeing lately a lot of players declining to get called up. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, I don't want to... You know, like... It's kind of showing like a lack of respect, in my opinion. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of Mexican players do it, which is highly disappointing because it's like, yeah. who, who do you think you are, dude? Yeah. Like, not even the best players in the world are declining to go. Yeah. You know? You think Ronaldo wants to go and fucking lose when it's like an obvious loss when they go up against teams like Germany at their prime? Yeah. 
or fucking Brazil or I don't know, just teams that like yeah. are in their prime. Ronaldo sees that as a challenge. You think he wants to go? Hell. Probably not. He knows they might lose. Yeah. But he still fucking goes. He sees it as a challenge. Yeah. He sees it as a I'm gonna make an upset for them. Yeah. Because they think they're gonna beat us. I'm gonna make an upset. <laughs> and they're probably not. <laughs> Same like when Juve when Yeah, when Juve lost against Atletico. And Atletico Madrid yeah, players were like saying, he's out. Like, El Bicho's gone. And even when he was walking to the bus, they were screaming at him. Ronaldo was like, at home. At home, we will win. And what did they do? He yeah. scored three goals, yep. a hat trick, and took them into the next round in the Champions League. Yep. He shut a bunch of Atletico Madrid fans. He's done it before with Real, and he did it with Juve. Yeah. He shuts a lot of mouths. Ronaldo effect. Ronaldo effect. And, I, and that's the same effect. <laughs> it's a real effect. I think Real Madrid has been doing so bad, the Ronaldo effect. I said it as soon as when he left. That's what I said. Yeah. I said Ronaldo effect. You, you actually said that. I said I that. that. You, I think you tweeted it. And they have no San Levantado. Yeah. Real Madrid has not been a steady team since he's gone. They're not the same. And it's one player that left. Yeah. One player. And he left. Big shoes to fill, dude. Huge. Big huge. shoes to fill. And that's why I think a young player like Mbappe would be perfect because this dude's hungry. He has a point to prove. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to probably, he won't fill the shoes the same way. Yeah. But he'll fill that gap, too. Yeah, he, he will step in and make a fucking difference. Especially since his idol is Ronaldo. Exactly. He does the same celebrations as Ronaldo. Yep. So I love that, though. Yeah. I love I love when a, a young player gets big, gets yeah. the attention, and they they know their place. Yeah. And they still look up and respect the players yeah. that are around them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because I've seen a lot of younger players that, that have come up, mm-hmm. and they kind of want to, like, become legendary, and you could tell they're doing it, yeah. and it's like, that's not how it works, yeah. dude. It, it doesn't, you don't get to decide when you became a legend, yeah. you know? Ultimately, it's really up to the fans. Exactly. Because you could be great, and people still won't like you. Yeah. I think another player to watch very closely who also idolizes Ronaldo is Alan. Alan from Dortmund. Yeah. He is another player that is going to go to Real Madrid also. That, that team just, it's like a factory. For amazing players. For, for amazing players for other leagues. Though. Yeah. It's so weird that they never stay in Germany. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, you know, someone from Dortmund that's doing great. The only one that's surprising me that's still there is Sancho. And Marcus Royce. And and Royce. And uh, Royce is going to stay there. He's going to stay there. He's yeah, going to retire Royce, from there. He's one of the ones mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, you're staying Yeah. He's been there since Lewandowski, Lewandowski era. Yeah. And they all left to Bayern. And he's still there. Yeah. And he's, he's going to stay there. I have respect for that guy. Yeah. Man. That guy's good. But, dude, these guys just produce players and ship them. Give yep. us the money. Yep. Get them out of here. Lewandowski, um, Hummels, the def- the defender. Yeah. And then... Hummels is legit. The midfielder, Mario Gotze. Yeah. Those players were all Dortmund players. Yeah. And Dude, Gotze in the World Cup, remember that? Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck. He, Man. You learned his name after that World Cup. What was sad is that he kind of shut down after, though. Yeah. When he went to Bayern, he just like... Yeah. He went back to Dortmund. He's back at Dortmund right now. Yeah. Berno said, like, you can't, you really hear anything about him. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's a, soccer is a very tough game. Right now, it's, 
it's kind of coinciding with how the year's been going for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's it's been weird. And I think we're still going to see more dramatic changes where yeah. people are going to either not agree or be super excited about. Yeah. And I'm I'm honestly just excited for it. Yeah. I just wanted to... I just want the, the transfers to happen so the fucking dust can settle and we could just see some soccer. Yeah. Like some, some settled in, we're trying our best, let's get this shit done. Because right yeah. now it feels like a scramble. Right now it feels it really like does. every team's like, fuck, like... Who's on the bench? What do we use? This dude's mm-hmm. injured. This dude got COVID. You know, like, it's such a fucking scramble. Yeah. You don't see teams at their at their best right now. Yeah. None of them, you know? Every, every team's kind of crippled right now. Very. And it's not even injuries. It's just COVID. COVID, yeah. I mean, look at Liverpool. COVID. Yeah. They've been... They're, uh, Is Salah still hospital? injured? Yeah, I think he still has COVID. Shut up. Yeah. Wow. So... My point exactly, but... I think the dust is hopefully soon going to settle. We're mm-hmm. going to see players moving around. Once that transfer ends, you know, mm-hmm. I think we'll, we'll see like a sprint towards the summer yeah. where you're going to see the teams that are going to do well are going to start rising and you're right. going to be like, oh shit, like this is probably the next Champions League yeah. champion and this is going to be the team that wins this league and that league. Right. Once that settles, that's it. We're going to yeah. have crazy games. I think so too. Um, I think 2021, we're going to see a lot of surprises in teams. Oh, yeah. Um, I I think and I hope we see Messi on another team in 2021. Dude, um, please. I want, I, as a Ronaldo fan, I love Messi. Like, Messi's a great player, too. But I want to see what he can do at another team. I really want to see that. He he has a point to prove. He really does. He I don't know if he wants to prove it or not. I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Because as a fan, to see him move and do well, I'll be extremely happy. Yeah. I'll be, I'll, as a fan, I'd be very satisfied, mm-hmm. you know, to say like, okay, well, he proved this point, you yeah. know? And then we could even get back to the discussion of who's better, Messi or Ronaldo. Yeah. Because if, if Messi comes out and proves his point at another mm-hmm. fucking team. It's going to be a conversation. There'll be a conversation there. Very big conversation. And you can say, well, Ronaldo's moved more. Yeah. Well, that's fine, but Messi finally moved. Yeah. And he did well. Yeah. That's another combo. Mm-hmm. That's another thing to add to your resume as of why you're one of the best players in the world. Yeah. Because you've done, the, you've proven yourself that you could do the same thing on another team. Yeah. And and he just doesn't look happy right now. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. Um, I feel like he's he's lost the passion for the game because the of the team. team. Yeah. Because I feel like the team has been, I was talking about this with my girlfriend. The team has become very political. I don't know if you noticed. From the beginning with, when they were going to um, separate from Spain and be Catalan. Um, oh, that's right. So ever since then, like, it's just been politics, um, fucking the whole thing with the president. They, they lost the money. president. <laughs> that's as political as it gets. So soccer. it's like, um, I think a lot of the, a lot of Barca has just lost a lot of the passion for the game. And I feel like they're just like dragging Messi down. And add add all those, and it it always lands on Messi is the crazy part. Yeah, honestly, if if Barca loses, it's either Messi didn't play well, Messi wasn't in. Why wasn't Messi scoring? Yeah, they always blame it on Messi, and Messi's he's getting tired of this. I, I was watching again for like the thirtieth time today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday when I was watching the Chiba game, mm-hmm. Pablo, right, the commentator, mm-hmm. he started touching on the Spanish league. Yeah. And he started talking about how 
every time Barca plays and Messi plays, mm-hmm. they don't win. Yeah. And he was like, like what, you know, what's going on type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that that's kind of a fucked up statement, dude. It is. Like, you're pretty much saying that the Messi effect is a negative thing now. Yeah. You know? And maybe it is. Yeah. But whose fault is it really at yeah. the end of the day? Messi's just one player, bro. Yeah. You're telling me because of one player, 10 other players can't do their job? Yeah. Look at your fucking roster. Mm-hmm. I, he shouldn't be the one looking bad. The coach is the one looking bad. Exactly. And if you look at any soccer app, soccer news, when Barca loses on the headline, Messi. It's always Messi's picture. Yeah. And it's always him either just walking or looking him. down at the looking floor. Down. Yeah. It's always Messi. Yeah. You never really see another player. Like, you never see Griezmann unless yeah. he scores. Yeah. Then he comes up. Think, oh, then he's a great player. But if it's they very, lose, it's very selective. It's Messi. Yeah, it's very selective. I don't think it's fair personally. I don't think, I don't think he's happy there. Yeah. I, I feel that the same little mood that I feel with Messi, it's like what I feel with Bogba. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just players right now that aren't happy with the culture they're playing in. Yeah. If you can't keep your players happy, they're leaving, bro. Yeah. They're going to go. Yeah. So, 2021, I think Messi won't be there. I don't think And I'll be pretty be happy about it. Yeah. Same. I much rather see Messi play another team with passion than to drag than play a draggy game with Barca where he's not happy and I think his time is up at Barca so I think he should move on and just look at the next chapter in his life of soccer yeah I mean these are the years where I think they're they're starting to look at retirement and mm-hmm. what they want to do before they retire exactly you know I think, and just enjoy. I think it's too late for Messi to say well I'm gonna leave for a few years mm-hmm. and I'll come back and play for Barca my home team yeah and, and close off the mm-hmm. years but it's too late for that. Yeah. I think if Messi leaves, he's retiring wherever he's going. Yeah, he's not He's not coming back to Barca. And if he does retire, I think he'll probably retire from New Wills. His, uh, yeah. his home. That's his true home his club. Home yeah. club. Um, that's where Maradona played as well. Yeah. So. Um, Maybe. Maybe we'll see him there for a year. I Well, he's, he said it that he wants to play in Argentina yeah. before he retires. So he might go to a big club, play four years there. Or three years, and then just take off that Argentina back yeah. home. So I mean, you know, it'd be crazy, like one of those rip off the bandaid situations, if he just came out and retired. That would be insane. If he just came out and said, "Well, I'm done with soccer. See you guys later." That would be. I can kind of see that happening. Blowing. That would be mind blowing. <laughs> we have to. We have Damn. to. We have to really think about that. Yeah. They could, dude, stress is high right now for yeah. all players. Yeah. And for you to be a top player in the world mm-hmm. and everyone to be looking at you, there's enough pressure for him to say, well, fuck it. I'm out. You know, screw all these teams. I mean, yeah. screw, Damn. The, screw the sport. Like, yeah. I'm out of here. That's crazy. He can retire anytime he wants. Dude, you think this guy's not filthy rich? No, yeah. No, he's he has the money to retire right he now. He has man. money for generations beyond him to be rich. Yeah. Regardless of what they choose to do. I think if he retires, that is going to be. I think know, his kids, big. kids, kids are gonna have money. Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn, that would be the biggest surprise if he retires twenty twenty one, just because he's tired of of the politics, politics being blamed. Wow, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I'll leave you with that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll leave him with that one.